Hello, I'm John Perry. And I'm Ken Taylor. Coming up after the news, it's Philosophy Talk. Our topic today is American pragmatism. Americans are a pretty pragmatic people, John. We care about getting things done, about results, and we're not so hung up on ideology. Well, but we're talking not about the character of the American mind, but specifically this school of philosophy founded by Charles Person, developed by John Dewey, William James, George Mead, and people like that. But wasn't it James who said that a true belief is one that you're prepared to act on and live with the consequences of that action? So maybe the philosophy of pragmatism does reflect the pragmatic character of the American mind. Well, there's more to it than that, Ken. Luckily, to help us dig deeper into American pragmatism, we're going to be joined by John McDermott, professor of philosophy at Texas A&M University. When Philosophy Talk continues after the news. Welcome to Philosophy Talk, the program that questions everything. Except your intelligence. I'm John Perry. And I'm Ken Taylor. We're coming to you from the studios of 91.7 KALW, local and innovative public radio for San Francisco. We're continuing conversations that began at Philosopher's Corner on the Stanford campus, the same corner where William James used to roam back about 100 years ago. And from there, from that oasis of thought, we migrate to the air via the signals of this lovely station and from the air to the internet via our blog, the blog.philosophytalk.org, where our motto is Cogito Ergo Blogo. I think, therefore, I blog. So start us out, Ken. What, what are your thoughts about pragmatism? Well, the first thing is, you know, that American pragmatism, that's our topic. And the first thing is that there's a kind of double entendre to that because we think of Americans, and I think there's something right about this, as a deeply pragmatic people. We're concerned with results, with getting things done. We're not too hung up on sort of fancy ideology and abstract theories and pragma pragmatism the philosophy says well right be concerned with results with getting things done the, the the truth is what's useful your statements aren't meaningful unless they have consequences for action so there's something deeply right about that don't you think that that connection that double on well I, maybe there was at one time i'm not sure we're, it seems to me we're kind of an ideological people these days but but the, the, both of these ideas, both of these uses of the term pragmatism have their roots in the Greek word praxis, which means action. And on the philosophical side, uh, Peirce's original idea was, look, uh, to understand the meaning of a thought, the meaning of your ideas, to make your ideas clear, think about what difference their truth makes for action. And that means if you do something, what will the consequences be? So consequences, action clarifying meaning, those seem to me great ideas of enduring significance from the great philosopher Charles Sanders Peirce. I think you're right. now, But, but uh, William James, another uh, founding father of pragmatism, had a somewhat different thought about, prag about the connection between action and pragmatism. He, he, thought, he thought something like the following. Try to make your beliefs, uh, try to believe what's true. That's one edict. And consider another edict. Try to believe what's useful. He thought those were the same edict because being true for him was really just came down to a matter of being useful, of being serviceable for the purpose of inquiry, for the purposes of action. What do you think about conjoining those, 
equating those two edicts. Believe the true, believe the useful. Well, of course, James was a, a much more accomplished writer and publisher and speaker than Peirce, and, and maybe sometimes he got carried away. You know, if he's fighting absolutists and then he stomps his foot and he says, well, is it useful to believe it? Does it make any difference? Then it's blarney. It's not true. But really, as a serious philosophy, Peirce was put off by this. He changed the name of his philosophy to pragmatism, so he'd have something that William James couldn't steal. Because... James's idea seems to kind of be based on a confusion between uh, the consequences of something's being true and the consequences of some person's believing it's true, and those can be quite different. Well, that's certainly right, and it may, and for example, it may not be that the most useful thing to believe is the truth, and it may be that the thing believing the true is not believing the useful. So maybe they come apart. Take Colin Powell at the United Nations. It was very useful for him in not screwing up his speech to believe that there were weapons of mass destruction. But there weren't. Well, look, let's test this uh, this American pragmatism and whether and, and both the philosophy and the American turn of mind. And to help us do that, a roving philosophical reporter, Lin, Lin Gu, who arrived here from China not long ago, files this report. In China, to say someone is a pragmatist is hardly a compliment. The mere mention of pragmatism can easily remind a Chinese ear of money worship, the ends justifying the means, success at any cost, stuff like that. And if you ask a Chinese to use just one word to describe the American character, often their first pick is pragmatic. So, as a philosophical reporter from China, I decided to explore how the notoriously pragmatic Americans themselves define pragmatism. Pragmatism is very similar to the idea of, of going along to, getting, to get along. In order to succeed, you have to kiss the butts of the people who have the money who are deciding policy. A pragmatist is somebody who focuses more on the solution, the product, than the means or the ideals the more focused on the real world than the ideal world. Well, the aphorism that I've always used to define pragmatism is if it works, use it. Pragmatism comes from the same word as practical, and pragmatic decisions usually are convenient, easy, and result in the least um, after effect. It is basically um, being rational and um, just seeing what your options are and, and knowing what is actually going to work and not work in your day-to-day -day life. My understanding is that under pragmatism, uh, one avoids taking big risks. I mean, that's, I think that's the main, I guess you can say, feature of the philosophy of pragmatism. You know, you want to go along with the current axiomatic beliefs in society and kind of systems that are already set up. So, what do you think? Is being pragmatic one of the defining features of the American character? <laughs> no, it should be, but it clearly isn't anymore. People do things today for the most insane reasons and because a celebrity told them to, because they saw it on TV, because everyone else is doing it. They just think it's cool. I mean, none of those uh, reasons that I listed are practical or even sensible, and oftentimes they're never logical. I think Mar Americans are, pr are primarily individualistic, selfish, and um, idiosyncratic, and uh, romantic before they're pragmatic. Uh, politicians and businessmen tend to be pragmatic. The rest of us tend to be a little more impulsive. 
Yeah, I think Americans are pragmatic. I don't know, we like everything to be pretty cut and dry, I think, and we, we are kind of used to everything being pretty homogenized, and we don't have a lot of room to be indecisive or kind of let fate take its course. I spent my first American Thanksgiving in South Carolina with Sue, who was my English teacher in China 14 years ago. On the last night of my visit, at the dinner table, I asked Sue and her daughter and her grandson what pragmatism means to them. Don't get overly excited about anything. Be calm and rational and think about how important is this really in the long run. My grandmother used to have a phrase. She would say, um, most of your worries never happen, which is true. We worry about so many things and most of them don't happen anyway. So that's don't sweat the small stuff. What's that song, Josh? To be happy. How's that going? <laughs> Don't, Don't worry. worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. For Philosophy Talk, I'm Lingu. Be happy. You can listen to the rest of this episode by purchasing it on iTunes Music. Or for unlimited listening, subscribe to our archive at philosophytalk.org.